Hello and welcome to CreekCast. I'm Marcus. I'm Josh. And uh, we are so glad that you joined us for this Fun Fact Friday. Fun Fact Friday. And uh, also glad you just joined us because it's been two weeks. It's since It's been we two weeks. Another really, two weeks. Yeah. And really recorded. And we're, we're back. Uh, we're back for until, until probably, COVID t- yeah. probably stops us completely. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. We're, we're back for a while. Um, I can see the next time that we stop is maybe Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But we're back, and as Marker said, it is Fun Fact Friday, so I've got three fun facts for today. I've only got one. I, I decided I need to stop going doing so much because I'm going <laughs> to run, run out of Disney fun facts. Well, my fun facts today are Kentucky fun facts. Oh, okay. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. So, um, I'll go first. Okay. All right. And so, I'll, I'll put the, these first two together. All right? Yep. So, these are things that were created in Kentucky. Okay. All right. Are you ready for this? The song Happy Birthday was penned by two Louisville sisters. Wow. And then post-it notes were also invented in Kentucky. Interesting. There you go. I did not know that. Yeah. So fun fact, uh, you, you know the movie Lady and the Tramp? Yes. Okay. Well, are we talking about the animated one or the live action one? Either one. Okay. Uh, well, specifically the animated one. Okay. Uh, which technically they're both animated. But... <laughs> right? <laughs> You're <laughs> one, not wrong. One's just more futuristic. <laughs> The computer animated one or the cartoon animated one? <laughs> but uh, so the first original Lady in okay. the Tramp, yeah, yeah. Um, the spaghetti scene mm-hmm. is one of the most famous oh, in yeah. that movie. Was well, almost not in the movie. Walt Disney actually hated that scene and didn't want it in there. It's a good thing he somebody convinced him otherwise. Because, yeah. yeah, that's like the iconic scene from right? the movie. Yeah, that it would not be the, the same at all. So, my second fun fact for you. All right. All right. In 1817. Long time ago. Long time ago. In Lexington, Kentucky, was the first time that Beethoven was performed in America. Wow. Yeah. That's a, wow. Yeah. So, uh, I, I was looking at some Kentucky fun facts, and I was like, oh, that's actually a pretty interesting fun fact. And then basically, the rest of fun facts have to deal with, the, you know, horse gambling and bourbon and i was like eh, that's not really appropriate <laughs> for our podcast but yeah fun facts for you guys well today we are sort of picking up right in the middle of proverbs 8 yep. um you know that's just sort of where the the quiet time Ten. picked up today we're in proverbs 8 12 through 21 yeah um just sort of lay a little bit of groundwork before we get into it just so we can have everybody on the same page um this is dealing with wisdom and how Wisdom is sort of speaking now as Proverbs. It's no longer from Solomon's point of view, but more or less from wisdom's point of view. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. And so, um, and just sort of gets into characteristics about wisdom, really. Um, you know, wisdom dwells with prudence and finds knowledge and discretion. Um, yeah. You know, and it's, and that's those are, those are the what characterizes a wise person, yes. basically. Yeah. I mean, really, a wise person seeks knowledge, yep. but it's not just the part of seeking knowledge yeah it's this discretion of how to use the knowledge it's the prudence to to, or dwell with prudence you know this idea of doing the right thing with this knowledge you know there's a wise Mm -hmm. there are people who have knowledge but then they use it for wrongful gains i wouldn't call them wise people no yeah i agree yeah because i mean it kind of goes with with what this passage is talking about where we need to basically hate what God hates. Yes. Um, you know, and like to fear the Lord is to hate evil things. Yes. And that's um, yeah, verse 13 right there. Fear the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I liked, uh, well, not like, but um, like 
when I was reading this, it made me think of Proverbs 10, 12, um, which says hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. Cause a lot of people, they hear the word hate yeah, and it's, Oh, that's a sin. Like you can't hate at all. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, like, and it, it kind of makes me question or it not made me question cause I, I know the answer, but I can see where that can cause up confusion because, yes. um, there's a difference between uh, how, how can I word this? Um, uh, so the feeling of hate of hatred um, can at times be godly and also be sinful. If that makes sense. Like not the feeling, but like you can hate things that God hates yes. and not be sin. Correct. But you can hate things that you shouldn't hate. You shouldn't hate. Yeah, and that's and be sin, yeah. and I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's the uh, hate the sin, not the sinner. Yeah, um, because like, like unforgiveness and bitterness uh, of uh, in the heart of other people or things um, are a heart issue. Yes, and that is a firm indication of the hatred you don't want. Um, and I mean, Ephesians talks about that, and. Um, I think we get sometimes that just that whole generalization of the word hate and say all hatred is bad, all hatred is, is sin. Right. Um, but when we categorize it with God and his hate, and, and I don't want to say hate, maybe dislike is a better term for what God yeah. quote unquote hates to kind of maybe talk about it and understand it a little better. Yeah, because I think the way we describe hate and the way God describes hate is two different things. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so confusing. Yes. Yeah, and because we see that you know, God hates sin. Oh, yeah. Just straight up, you know. Yeah. And that's really the only time we really see the word hate in there, of hate of sin, hate of evil. You know, it's never towards a people, never towards creation, never towards anything like that. It's always this idea of the wrongdoing of people, of the, the people. And so, yeah, we should be like, ah, oh, we should hate sin, but not the people that's causing the sin. Yeah. Cause I mean, Ephesians four thirty two says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God has Christ forgave you. Yeah. Um, and that's where the, that hatred of the heart to somebody, maybe that's done something wrong to you and the hatred of the heart that, you know, you, you just have that grudge against that one person for whatever reason. And you hold on to that. That is not following right. that verse right there. No, not at all. Um, Cause God wants us to love everyone. God wants us to love and forgive everyone. Yes. Definitely easier said than done, especially when we have the unforgiveness and bitterness in our yeah. hearts. Because we look at uh, finishing up verse 13 here, you know, pride and arrogance and the way of evil are perverted speech. I hate, mm -hmm. you know, we see this way of evil as pride and arrogance and we can all fall into that very oh, yeah. easily. As much as we're like, well, I don't hate the people, I hate the sin, but then we can have this pride and arrogance of, well, at least I'm not like them. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, it's where that line starts to blur yeah. of, well, all right, you don't hate their, you hate their sin, but not them. But then you're also being very arrogant about you yourself and are just right there with them. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yep. And then this is where that wisdom comes into play yeah. because when you are seeking wisdom, you understand what God hates and what God doesn't hate and what is okay to hate and yeah. what is not okay to hate um, in the sense of making sure it's not sinful hate. Yeah. Um, because when we have that sound wisdom, 
not mm-hmm. the earthly wisdom, but that sound wisdom, it gives us insight and strength. Yeah. And that only comes from God. Exactly. I mean, how many times do we come in a situation where we're like, I don't know how I'm going to handle this situation. <laughs> God, I need your help. Yep. You know, God, I need your strength. Yeah. Because, I mean, there is nothing more valuable than wisdom. Yeah. Um, and that wisdom only comes from God. And we'll get into that, uh, I think, tomorrow. or uh, I think so, yeah. Tomorrow. Um, but, you know, it talks about, you know, the prudence and the pride. Um, and, I mean, just trying to gain power and all these things in this, in this passage. But um, you can gain somewhat of power when you have the wisdom because you have when you have that you have the prudence and the knowledge and this discretion of what is right what is wrong what to do when not to do it and all these things but that only comes from the lord absolutely absolutely um and then sort of the rest of this chapter is more or less start switching this point of view of from people seeking wisdom and finding wisdom you mm-hmm. know, how kings seek it, princes and rulers and yeah. all these people who they seek wisdom um, and how wisdom is riches and honor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the gold is not the riches. It's having wisdom is the riches and honor. Yeah. Um, that it's fruit better than gold. And that's just a great way to describe wisdom right there. Yeah. Better than gold to be yeah. able to have this wisdom. And if we have wisdom, we walk in the way of righteousness and justice. Mm-hmm. And it's an inheritance to all those who love you know, then righteousness and justice inheritance of all those who love God and love wisdom. Yeah. You know, um, and we'll talk more about this tomorrow, but it's, well, I'll wait for tomorrow to have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> a little, a little yeah. foreshadowing, but it, I mean, it even talks about how those who love and pursue wisdom will find themselves rewarded. Yes. Um, and, and they will find wisdom and the blessings wisdom brings. And, um, I mean, it could even be said that wisdom seeks, um, out their followers to bless them. Yeah. It, it's really interesting to see because we talk about wisdom as like, we talk about like sort of other feelings, love mm-hmm. and hate and all this stuff, but really wisdom sort of has its own, how the scriptures are describing it here has its own personality, its own motivation. It has its own sort of humanistic characteristics to it. Yeah. To where it seeks us also. It finds yep. us. It's, um, and it's just sort of, it, it's interesting how it describes it here because it does give that that sense of well wisdom is seeking you just as much as you're seeking gets yeah yeah i mean if you're not pursuing wisdom then you're not pursuing god basically yeah so yeah and we talk about wisdom having its own characteristics really it's god working through wisdom yeah you know let's just make that clear it's not <laughs> wisdom isn't some other mystical thing out there but it's god's using wisdom yeah um but yeah it's interesting just how we talk about seeking God, following God, but also we need to be seeking this wisdom. Yep. Um, one of the uh, guys I know from North Carolina, every morning he would wake up and he'd pray for um, favor with those who he'd come in contact with and wisdom on how to handle the day. And that's how he started every day. And I'm like, that's a great way to start start the day because we have no idea how we're going to what's going to happen in the day, and we need that wisdom of how to handle it. Yeah, because I mean, and I love how our commentary talks about it. It says, when we read passages like verses 18 to 21, we should keep in mind that our treasures are spiritual rather than material. Uh, it is unspiritual to desire material wealth and above spiritual progress. And I like that because we get so, cu- like, especially in our world where it's, oh, yeah. I got to have this, I got to have that. If I seek this, I'm going to get this. But no, it's 
yeah, I mean, yes, we want to seek and get the wisdom, but we don't yeah. seek and get the wisdom because we want to show it off. We want right. to seek and w- get it because we want to know what God wants us to do and have the discernment and the um, the knowledge to do what God wants us to do and yes. when to do it, how to do it, why to do it, and all these things. And it's not a boastful knowledge. It's not a boastful, uh, you know, um, discernment and things like that. It's a loving and a caring and a um, just a certain way to do yes. things. And it's just, I mean, we can l- learn wisdom and we will still never fully learn wisdom. <laughs> no, no, not at all. We, we will not be truly wise until heaven. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, I guess the, the biggest question that people get that I get is like, how do I get wisdom? And, yeah. and uh, the easiest answer that I can say is read your word. Oh yeah. Um, that's where you get the, not, that's not where you're not going to get your most wisdom from that. Right. But that is a big portion yeah, of your wisdom. That, that's the starting path down the road of um, wisdom. Cause then wisdom comes from your peers, comes yep. from your, uh, your elders of your life, um, comes from your pastor. I mean, people that you learn yeah. with and, and just the situations you're put into. Exactly. You know, but it has to start with that foundation of God's word. Yeah. Cause that's what everything else should build off of. Yep. Is God's word. And we can't just sit back and expect wisdom to come to us. It's a yeah. active search. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just can't sit here and pray for wisdom and expect it to come. I exactly. need to be praying for it. And then also reading scriptures and mm-hmm. all this other stuff to be able to actually truly get wisdom. Yep. And it's, and it's not something like you say, you can't just pray for it and then you do it. You got to work for it. Yeah. It's just like any skill. Uh, practice makes perfect. And the more you learn it, the more you study it, the more you try to get it, uh, the better you're going to ha- be at it. Yes. Yep. And look, maybe understand it better than some people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, prayer request. Yeah, prayer request. Our prayer request today is for Bulgaria, um, for believers to have the wisdom and discernment to avoid doctrinal errors. Look at that. Praying for wisdom while we talked about wisdom. There we go. It's like they maybe it's purposely like they, did that. Maybe. <laughs> All right. And then we got a word from our sponsor. Something Cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company. Something Cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Something Cool brings together the coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, and then we mentioned they provide the world's softest prints on the world's softest tees. Go say hi to Carl on SomethingCool.com and make sure to choose Something Cool on your next order. And then our life step. Um, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercies has begotten us again to living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. That's 1 Peter 1, 3-4. It is important to keep an eternal perspective. Truth. Truth. Well, for this Fun Fact Friday, I've been Marcus. I've been Josh. Booyah. Booyah.